0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد الله المبارك رحمه الله في تفسير حسن the end of what is very uh, one of the most important chapters in this kitab, Riyadu Salihin, in the sense that Allah's Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, as we have seen in the various Ahadith, has referred to this aspect as the pinnacle of Iman and the basis of the development of our deen. What I am referring to is husnul khuluq the beautification and the perfection of one's akhlaq and character contrary to the other chapters we can see the importance of this chapter by the manner in which imam nawawi rahimahullah who is the compiler of riyadus salihin has concluded this chapter after mentioning the hadith just to recap where rasulullah sallallahu wasallam, said that the most beloved amongst you and the closest to me on the day of judgement will be the one who had the best akhlaq and character Imam Nawawi has concluded this chapter with a description of what is akhlaq and character by the great sage of Islam, Abdullah bin Mubarak, rahimahullah. So Imam Nawawi says, Rawat Tirmidhi, Tirmidhi is mentioned, Imam Tirmidhi, rahimahullah, is mentioned from Abdullah bin Mubarak, rahimahullah, fi tafsiri al khuluq, that what is the tafsir, what is the commentary, what is the explanation of Husnul Khuluk? We mentioned three things: Talaqatul Ma'roof, Adha. Before we go into the t- translation of what these three things are, which comprise Husnul Khuluk according to Abdullah bin Mubarak rahimahullah, a little bit of background about who Abdullah bin Mubarak Rahimullah was. This name most of us would have heard at some point. A very, very great scholar of Islam, very, very accepted. He would devote himself for hours and end to the ahadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, to his dissemination, to its understanding, to its commentary, etc. To such an extent that he even Ceased to socialize with people also Sometimes for hours on end He would be alone in his house Devoted to acquiring the knowledge of deen So once somebody asked him that, Don't you get lonely So many hours In a solitary state Don't you get lonely So he said how can I possibly get lonely When I have Rasulullah And his companions That is the Sahaba To keep me company such was his attachment with the words of Nabiyyah sallam and with the words of the Sahaba kiram that it was almost as if whilst he was studying Deen, he was in the company of Nabiyyah sallam and Sahaba kiram. It was once, in fact, it is mentioned about him that he had he acquired the knowledge of Hadith from four thousand different Mashayikh, and of them he narrated a Hadith. From one thousand of them. Now if you just contextualize this. In today's day and age, if you ask somebody how many people did you learn Deen from? How many Asadis Iqram? How many Ustads you had? Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Imagine the personality, how much of suffering must have underwent, how much of journeys, how much of exertion to learn from four thousand different mashaykh. And of them from one thousand he narrated a hadith. In fact, someone asked him once ila mata taktubul ilm that how much longer are you going to carry on like this seeking such was the thirst of knowledge abdullah bin mubarak rahimahullah had then he said when he was asked that how long you going to carry on he said la'alla al kalima allati intafa biha ma katabtuhu He says maybe there is something else by which i can benefit which i have not yet acquired so it was this just to do this search, this drive that was there in Abdullah bin Mubarak, rahimahullah. Ibn al-Mahdi says about him, I have never seen a person who had greater fikr and worry for the Ummah, more nasihat, more concern in his heart than Abdullah bin Mubarak. Rahimahullah. Sufyan bin Uyayna, we find that this is the tartib of the scholars that when they looked for a reference about somebody, they would look at his contemporaries, other great scholars of that period and time. What did they have to say about Abdullah bin Mu'barak? Sufyan bin Uyayna rahimahullah says about Abdullah bin Mu'barak: ajib He says, "Mar'a ayyuul sahabati 'alaihi fadlan illa bi-suhbtehim lil-Nabi sallallahu 'alaihi wasallam wa-gazbhim ma'ahu." If it were not for the fact that the Sahaba were granted the virtue, of the company of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, his sohbat, and going out in, and striving in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with Nabiya Pak sallallahu alaihi wasallam. If you take that away from the Sahaba, and Sufyan bin Uyaynah, rahimahullah says that I can't see any difference between them and Abdullah bin Mubarak. In other words, the only distinction Sahaba had over him was the fact that they were blessed with the company of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and striving in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. With Nabi Muhammad ﷺ. Sufyan bin Uyayna ﷺ goes on to say about Abdullah bin Mubarak. وَكَانَ Sha'ira That he was a faqih, one who had the understanding of deen and alim, a zahid. Zahid is one who abstains from this world. Very, very generous, very brave. And together with this, Abdullah bin Mubarak ﷺ was a shair. Shayr means a poet. In other words, he had great comprehension and uboor over the Arabic language. And interestingly, about him there is a very, very famous poem of Abdullah bin Mubarak that has transcended the ages. In other words, probably wrote this poem in the second century of Islam. Yet this poem, up till today, at some point of us, many, at some point of time, many of us would have heard. This poem of Abdullah bin Mubarak. What was unique about Abdullah bin Mubarak Rahimullah compared to the other scholars of his period and time was that Abdullah bin Mubarak, despite his devotion to acquiring the knowledge of Deen and to serving the knowledge of Deen, he would also spend a large part of his year striving in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He would go out in jihad and so he was unique in that sense. You'll find many great personalities. Some were totally devoted to ta'aleem. Some were totally devoted to tazkiyah or purification of the nafs. And or some were known as mujahideen. And they would totally devote themselves exclusively to that. Abdullah bin Mubarak rahimahullah was unique in that sense. That he, would, he was a scholar also and he was a mujahid also. Who used to strive regularly in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fudail bin Ayaz, rahimahullah, ghaliban, was known as Abid al-Haramayn, the worshipper of the two harams, or the worshipper of the two mosques. And Abdullah bin Mubarak, to encourage Fudail bin Ayaz, who was known for his ibadat, devotion to the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, spent most of his time in the haram, Abdullah bin Mubarak wrote a few poem, wrote a few couplets to encourage him or to explain why he would never give up striving in the part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala together with whatever else he was doing. And like I said, this poem is very, very famous. Just a few couplets. We'll go through the translation. Ya'abid al-haramain Lahu <laughs> absartana la'alimta annaka fil'ibadati tal'abu Man kana yakhdib khaddahu bidumu'ihi Fanuhuruna bidimainatatakhadabu O kana yutib khaylahu fi batilin Fakhuyuluna يَوْمَ السَّبِيحَةِ تَتْعَبُ رِيحُ الْعَبِيرِ لَكُمْ وَنَحْنُ عَبِيرُنَا رَهَجُ السَّنَابِكِ وَالْغُبَارُ الْأَطِيَبُ The first few couplets, يَا عَبِدَ الْحَرَمَيْنِ لَوْ Absartana, That O oh worshipper of the two mosques, had you witnessed us whilst we were striving in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you would realize that the exertions and the rigors and the hardships endured by us out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Would cause your exertions in the worship of Allah ta'ala To look like child's play You are merely playing compared to the hardships we are undergoing Why? For the tears that you have shed Whilst in your ibadah and your worship Our cheeks and our, or our, our necks have, been, have shed blood in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they are those who tire their horses in useless pursuits, whilst our horses on the morning of the battle get tired running across the battlefield. Nice, O oh, Rihul Abiri Lakum, there is nice and beautiful perfume for you, else? Whereas our, whereas our perfume is the dust and the dirt of the part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is more pure than the perfume you may fragrance yourself with, whilst you are making the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. ولقد أتانا من مقال نبينا قول صحيح صادق لا يكذب لا يستوي وَغُبَارُ خيل الله في أنف مريء ودخار نار تلهب هذا كتاب الله ينطق بيننا ليس الشهيد بِمَيَّتٍ لا يكذب this information has reached us of the sayings of our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam a hadith or a saying which is sahih, which is authentic Which is true and can never be belied, that the dust of the path of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala and the raging fire, or the smoke of the raging fire of hell, will never will never be mixed, will never go together. In other words, he is giving encouragement for striving in the path of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. He says, "This is the book of Allah, the Quran, which is alive and speaking out clearly amongst us that the one who gives his life in the path of Allah is not dead." But in fact he is alive and no one will be able to belie the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we can see from the uh, attestation given by the contemporaries of Abdullah bin Mubarak, Rahimahullah, kind of faqihan, aliman, zahidan, saqiyan, shuja'an, sha'iran, the type of acceptance which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed Abdullah bin Mubarak, Rahimahullah with and Imam Nawi, Rahimahullah, Fittingly concludes his chapter, Husnul Khuluk, Beautification of Akhlaq in Character, with the saying of Abdullah bin Mubarak, Rahimahullah, in the commentary of Husnul Khuluk, that what is Husnul what what is good Akhlaq in Character? The first thing he mentions, Huwa Talaqatul Wajj. It is to have a smiling face, an affable personality, someone who is always easily approachable. As I mentioned this before my respected brothers, unfortunately many of us nowadays we tend to equate piety with being stern, piety with being harsh and intolerant. This idea of that this is a pious person or that this is dindari, when we compare it or we try to rationalize this in the face of seerah of Rasulullah wasallam, you'll find there's no rationalization possible. For example, our mother Aisha radiyallahu ta'ala anha, when she was asked to describe the conduct of our noble master sallallahu alayhi wasallam, first thing what she said, of everything that she could have said about Nabi sallallahu alayhi the first thing that she speaks about, basaman. You would always find him smiling, and you would always find him affable and approachable, happy. This, despite the darb, despite the gham, the pain in the heart of Rasulullah the face that he showed in front of his family was a smiling and a happy face. And Abdullah bin Mubarak, under the commentary, obviously based on this, what is good akhlaq and character? Talaqatul wajj. Having a smiling face, in other words, an affable and an approachable personality. InshaAllah we continue, subhanAllah, alhamdulillah.